The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's just fun to hear. <laughs> they hand out the wiener with us. And no questions from Brady like, this is a bad precedent. Wiener whistles, blow the wieners. Everybody up here, blow the wieners. They By still the way, do it. Uh, they shouldn't live. Uh, that that throwing copper album is. I just popped that in the other day. Man, does that thing hold up? Holy crap! Is that a good one? I alone, and even before that, the uh, pain lives on the riverside one. The album before. Yeah. Oh. But it was like that was their pinnacle. After that, they oh, kind huge. of like secret samadhi and uh, that was okay. Dolphins. That's a decent record. And then after that, Dolphins I Cry. I kind of lost it on them. Like, it's, it's a little it's, whiny. It sounds like live doing impression of live. Yeah. It sounds like uh, I got it, but Secret Samadhi is a cool song, and there was a couple of them on that album that were good, but nothing. Throwing Copper is just top to bottom. Like, man, this was a this was a biggie, a classic. So if you're a, I alone had me when listening to it right then and there, it was pretty solid. Any other uh, animals crying rock songs? We got doves crying, dolphins crying. I don't know. I'm sure there's been plenty. When deer cry. <laughs> no. Tears of a Clown. With the horse's eyes. Yeah. That's a Doors uh, lyric. Oh, God. <laughs> Tears of the horse's eyes. Naked Indian. Nobody likes you. Shut up. Ugh. And everybody keeps going. Don't forget, the single most overrated uh, artist of all time is Bruce Springsteen. You said it yourself. Mike, I don't think he's the most overrated. He is. He's fraudulent. I'll say Bruce Springsteen is a fraud, but some of his music is good. He's just never been, since 1977, Bruce Springsteen has not been who he's presented himself as. He is not your blue-collar, barely-making-it-work, down-home U.S. of A guy. He's just not. He was in the beginning, and then he wasn't, but the fact he didn't change his clothes the he whole time. He wrote songs about growing up. No, he wrote songs about your problems. He wrote songs about, I relate, I'm one of you. And then it got into the point where, and I got to give him credit because then when he tried Tunnel of Love, when he put the suit on and fired the blue collar band and tried to be upscale, like, look, channels. I'm rich, I get this, and I'm going to start playing. And then everybody's like, no, he put the costume back. He's no different than Kiss to me. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and Kiss are no different. They put on little outfits. They play, a, they play a fake role. Same with country music. These idiots rolling out there in their hats and their torn pants, singing about their beat-up pickup trucks. Meanwhile, they're flying around on Lear jets, and they don't live that life. You're, you're falling for an act, and being that's fine. True, being true to their uh, band members. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hard-working Stop. band members. It's just not. Blake Shelton's not driving his pickup truck no. to work. And credit to Blake Shelton, he plays the role of, like, I'm loaded. and I, <laughs> that's, He's likable. His music's garbage, but he's likable. 
Florida-Georgia line? Not so much. <laughs> Anybody? Where, yeah, Bruce Springsteen and Kiss are the same. I, I believe Jim Morrison bought into his nonsense, but he's just terrible. It's, he's, they epitomize what the late 60s and early 70s were to society, which was this thing where everybody was high and thought they were doing something right, and then they shook their heads in like 1975 and go, what a waste of time that was. It's a four or five-year splash. What a disaster of us hippieing around. I like money. Yeah, but the dead are still around doing their thing. I know. And there's only like two of them left, right? right? Yeah. Well, not as yeah. It's independent. Yeah. Yeah. They can't fish took over. Don't disappear fast enough. Get rid of them. But yeah, even you know Ben and Jerry and the Dead and all these hippies, they figured it out in the '80s. All the hippies turned into the most greedy cokehead stock option millionaires of the 80s the 80s me generation was the potheads realizing they'd screwed up the 70s so bad they had to do something else and they became selfish millionaires of the 80s the gordon geckos hippies christian bale and american psycho exactly yeah those guys they were the failed hippies that went no i like money we were just high and stupid we were all 19 we put too much credibility on a bunch of college kids woodstock 99 was no different than woodstock 69 or whenever it was. Well, 68. the big difference is the motivation behind it. I mean, Woodstock in 69, actually, right. which happened today, yeah, 53 today. years ago, um, the war was a big part. Sure. And here's the thing, Brady. Uh, since then, every time colleges get uppity about war, we tell them to f*** themselves. We don't listen anymore. Back in the 60s, we're like, these kids might be on to something. Then we realize they're just a bunch of potheads. We were listening to a load of potheads. They weren't wrong about Vietnam, but they also weren't right about Vietnam. And they can shut up. And we watch them like they were some sort of a catalyst to change and everything else. What they were a catalyst to was drug laws. All they did was cause a bunch of new laws. People smoking pot all the time, abortion, all sorts of hippie nonsense, irresponsible laws. It was about community, man. It was not because they all bailed on each other after it. When the the hit the fan, they They all bailed out. They had those soup kitchens going there at Woodstock, the original. If it was a good idea... (laughs) They wouldn't have called people who continued it burnouts. <laughs> in, in 75, if you were a hippie, you were a burnout. Yep. It was over. We did that already. We were in college. We got too much attention, and uh, we had to stop. It, uh, that the difference was, was foosball. <laughs> they invented foosball, hacky sack, drug laws, and just absolute abortion uh, everywhere. <laughs> losers. And they loved the doors. Proof they were wrong. That's the worst moment in uh, American social history. The clothes were bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the, uh, I mean, Wavy the gravy. towards the Ugh, doors a, as much as you do. Because no, they're terrible. You, they're just terrible. I enjoyed some doors back in the day. They're terrible. Then you like crap. I'll take them over the Grateful like Dead, crap. though. I cannot do the dead that, That's at all. a battle between Never got the dead. a dead old lady and a dead young lady. Yeah. Which one do you want to date? They're both awful. Yeah, it's gross. The doors are the worst. But Springsteen, Springsteen's not overrated. He's just a fraud. And I agree with this guy. Bob Seger's better than Springsteen. At least he took his money and pushed it right back into his, uh, into this. this. He got so much crap for selling his music to, uh, was it Chevy? Chevy, yeah, or GM. And he turned and had the best answer of all time. He goes, I'm from Detroit. They're in big trouble. Yeah. Me helping them out at the time he did was massive. And he goes, yeah, they bought my song, but if I can make Like a Rock help Chevy come out of the hole, I've helped Detroit. And he goes, and that's where I'm from, so I'll do anything for this place. And I'm like, wow. Either Seeger just had the best spin of all time on whatever selling out is as a corporate rock guy, or he meant it. 
and he just disappeared. He just stopped doing. Is he alive even? Yeah, he did his. I think he did his final tour like a year or two ago, and just kind of said, "Man, yeah. all right, I'm done." Well, yeah, I agree. Seeger is the true blue collar guy compared to Springsteen. And when he got rich, he tried to use his riches to help. Springsteen still goes out in the jean jacket and the bandana. Two, three, four, I'm just like you. No, you're not. Ian Barocker doing some stuff. Right. <laughs> President <laughs> Obama. Because it's just like you, blue collar guy. They go up to the Hamptons and they do their podcast together and talk about how blue collar, they understand it. He hadn't been part of the blue collar world since 19, since before Carter. I don't want to hear him tell you how it works in the, in the, people are struggling. I can feel it. Yeah. Okay. Stop. My daddy used to hit me with a yeah. wrench. When I'm back in 1965, when I was poor, all right, it, lots of changed since then. You're, you're you're no longer the spokesperson for that. Yeah, there's a lot of those going on though. Yeah, the 60s were a mistake. Terrible. A lot of those hippies needed to be in a jungle fighting for our country. <laughs> Would it, we might have won it. Been these potheads running all over Kent State, making a mess. We would hate them today, by the way. If we had a hippie movement running around like crazy, oh, you talk about divided. Everybody talks about how divided we are now. I can't imagine what it was like. I hate them in, now. Yeah, I do too. Back, I look at the, the big Woodstock documentary that's on Netflix right now about what a catastrophe that was. Go back and watch uh, the Woodstock of the '60s without the rose-colored glasses. Watch the documentary. On there's it. rapes. There's uh, like deaths. There's all sorts of Absolutely. horror stories there. It's terrible. It got out of hand, but, love like and peace, but they shined it like it was love and peace. And I'm like, no, it was a. There was fire, just like '99. There was all sorts of terrible stuff going on. There's a. There is a good documentary on it, and it's the same thing. You realize here's some of the stuff that you don't. Yeah. You didn't see and mud <laughs> babies. They made mud yep. babies. Like women were given <laughs> birth there in the mud. <laughs> that is like if that happened at Woodstock '99, they'd be like, and there was a woman and she had, she gave birth and nobody tried to help. Like at Woodstock, it's supposedly some beautiful earth thing. Some ladies dropping her child in the mud. It's like India just exploded in upstate New oh, York. The thing I always wondered how the, how anybody would keep funding this this idiot hippies dream, and, and he <laughs> and the, failed every time. Every time they did it. All three of them, same 94 dude. 94 was bad, 99 yeah. was bad. And 69, yeah. yeah. The I mean, original yeah, guy terrible. in 69 yeah, he did all three of them. Right. And I'm yeah. like, and, and the last one, that Woodstock 99, yeah. they're interviewing him in his house. Oh, Holy and it's cow, amazing. It's yeah. Sweet, yeah. He's got some dough. Yep. He, he robs hippies every 25 money. years. It's we unbelievable. Money on all three. Sure, of course. So he could write it off for taxes. He's a good businessman. He's no dummy. It's pretty awesome to to see the failure that was Woodstock 60, blah, blah, blah. What was that, 53 years ago now? Yep. It's the, it's, it talk about putting a cherry on top of a big turd. Woodstock was a goof. <laughs> Terrible. And the media just covered it as a peace-love thing. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was liberal media back then, too, telling you all these hippies had something going. And basically, they're just raping each other like crazy, making mud babies. <laughs> <laughs> Not mud babies like your grandma used to say. That's different. <laughs> Woodstock music and art fair. Yeah, oh yeah, because yeah, it was because yeah, all the art that came out of that. The Vatican's got hold of all of that. Oh wait, there was no good art there. Wavy green. And you thought the sanitation was bad on Woodstock '99. They were Imagine pooping on each other. Oh, the, uh, oh. So many people died like two months later from dysentery and uh, <laughs> tons. That thing's a disaster. The most over-celebrated hippie uh, nonsense of all time in American history. Just had some great artists, that's all. 
if you focused on who was on stage, pretty unbelievable. But the crowd, gross. It had to smell so bad there. Which one? The first one. <laughs> All of them stunk, but the 99 first one. 99 at least worse. had. Oh, they kept them in a port of port of pot village i'm talking about that there was no hygiene in 1969 for these people they were all natural hippies yeah by 1976 if you were still doing that you were a loser so everybody eventually admitted it we were wrong didn't do anything to stop that war either by the way so it was just a waste of time it was a new nom (laughs) it was just a waste of time bunch of babies screaming and yelling i had the conversation at the eye doctor with a vietnam veteran who came here from copenhagen to fight in the war he wasn't even an american citizen he thought i'll go there i'll sign up for the military i'll go fight this vietnam i'll come back i'll be a citizen that's not how it worked and so he went over there as a he doesn't even have like proper credentials as a united states military man he's like a volunteer from another country so they sent him back no, they sent him to Vietnam. And no, I know, but he came back here, and then they had to go through all the hoops like nah. he just got here. He had a hat he on. Fought, then he should said, have been Vietnam able, veteran. Yeah. I said, "Thanks for your service," and he goes, "I appreciate that." And, uh, and then he asked me where I was from, and I told him here, and I said, "I returned the question." And he said, uh, "Originally from uh, Denmark, and then or wherever." I starts throwing out the phone. I'm like, "No kidding!" It was yeah, I, I came here to fight in Vietnam. That's dumb. <laughs> they had no beef with your people. Yeah, I just thought it was a great place, and we wanted to protect it. I'm like, that's amazing. All those hippies standing there singing Wavy Gravy and Door songs while this guy's flying over to do their work. Hippies. (laughs) Sorry, you get me off on those doors, and I'll go forever. (laughs) We got got the What Would Brady Do coming up in just a little bit. That is right around the corner. If you've got a quick hitter, you can fire it over. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. What Would Brady Do is next. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.